You ever want to know what's going on in the real estate market from somebody who's actually in it? Not just national headlines or news channels that just want to stoke fear, but what's really actually going on? And how do things kind of operate in the real estate world? Well, you found the right spot. I'm Michelle Vogel, and this is The Realtor Lady, and I will tell you everything you want to know about real estate from my perspective here where I sit in Santa Cruz, California. So tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with The Realtor Lady. Hey, it's Michelle Replogle, The Realtor Lady. And in this episode, I have Brian Dean, a local lender. He's going to explain seller mortgage buy-downs. That's where the seller helps you buy down the rate and actually gives you money for that. And there's a couple ways to do it. You can actually increase the loan amount or actually ask for credit and they take it off their bottom line. There's a couple different ways to do it. And Brian's going to explain that because no matter how many times it's explained to me, I have to tell you that it's just having a little hard time getting in this thick skull. But today it finally makes sense. So I hope you listen. And also... He talks about why it's better to buy right now than in past years because even though the rates are higher with lower prices, overall your costs are lower and he breaks that out. So if you're listening to the podcast, there are slides where he has included for me to put in the show notes for you to take a a look at those. If you're watching the uh, YouTube version, you can actually see that uh, his his actual notes. So I hope you enjoy this. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Brian or myself about the current market. And I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much. Oh, P.S. I'm sorry the sound quality is in, in the very beginning of the podcast is not so great. My mic was a little off and I had to fix it. So anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Bye. Hey, welcome back. It's the Realtor Lady. I'm Michelle Replogle with Coldwell Banker Realty. And today I'm talking to Brian Dean from Cross Country Mortgage. Brian is always so sweet and sharing his knowledge with me. And I am able to share it with you because lending is a, uh, what do you guys call it? I mean, it's like a fast moving boat or always uh, changing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, Yes, always changing. And so even as a realtor, I don't keep my finger on the pulse as much as I should. So this is always a good exercise for me to get get caught up on the latest information. So let's just jump right in. Let's, for example, what are the rates today, good or bad? Um, they, they've been, they've been kicking up. Um, they're starting to come down, although today, um, you know, February 10th, they, they jumped up because there was some news overseas that scared our bond market, which affects interest rates. Um, mortgage rates don't like inflation. Inflation, as you know, you've been hearing in the news has been up because of COVID and supply chains, which it's starting to catch up. That's one reason why the, the fed keeps raising interest rates. That's the, think of that as like a one day interest rate when a mortgage rates, a 30 day interest rate. Um, the reason for that is because if, if you, if somebody does a mortgage, a 30 year loan, right. And they sell that paper, that that's a set dollar amount for return. So as inflation goes up, that money doesn't go as far. So it's not worth as much. So therefore mortgage rates always have to be increased to make them desirable. Well, as inflation goes down, so are rates. But to answer your question, um, right now, you know, if we were at a jumbo loan, you're looking at about 6%. If you're conforming your 
whether you're conforming or you're high balanced, and, and what that means is if it's a loan amount under seven hundred and twenty six thousand two hundred dollars, that's a conforming. You're about six and a half. If you go over that, we can go jumbo, which is the six percent, or high balance, which goes up to a million eighty nine thousand three hundred, and that jumps up to seven point three seven five. Yeah. Now the the, infl- the the inflation numbers were good for a little bit. We were seeing some. Positive. Yeah. And, and then it, and we saw the supply chain kind of loosening up. So did we go backwards or we're just trying to recover in different sectors now? It's getting different sectors. Um, there's what's called um, kind of like a uh, shelter in, in figure in there, which is high, which is starting to come back down. That's like, you know, if you're away from home, hotels, that type of thing. But inflation is judged year over year. So if you look okay. at this time last year, it was very high. This time, you know, currently, although it is higher or not higher than last year, but high, it's replacing that lower number from last year. So year over year, it's going down, and that's what they judge that on. So it will continue to go down. You know, they're predicting, Fannie Mae's predicting rates like low fives this year. Right. So just another reason to buy now um, before they go down, because when the rates were, you know, it's no secret, they were 3%. And I can show you, run some numbers as to why it's to buy now, but values were a lot higher than two. So believe it or not, you actually, your payment's less if you buy today at an interest rate over twice as much. That's so, so. crazy. We're going to jump there in a second. The yeah. only reason... Uh-oh. Great. We'll see. I, forgot. I I always wander away from my mic. Everybody's like, oh no, she's talking now. Um, so I did a video like a week ago, I think, and I was running off those beginning kind of January numbers and the January news, which was... Uh, it was more positive. And mm. then the, the, um, the interest rates actually kind of slid down a little bit. I had a buyer that actually got a fairly decent rate. So, so now I did another video with my broker too, and he, he kind of predicted a bit of a roller coaster or like kind of a bumpy ride. So it sounds like that is also in line with that prediction that if the, the rates are higher today and maybe even through February, that would be in line with what we expect. Like it's, you're going to have to hold on. The inventory is going to go up and down. You know, the, the, the rates are, it's not going to be just spring out of the gate. Everybody's running. It, exactly. That seems to be really in line with that idea. Think of it like a, a kid on a escalator going down with a yo-yo, you know, it's going up and down, but it's going to keep going down over a long term. That's what's going to start happening with rates. I think we're probably past the high right now. Um, you know, for a while there, I was, I was quoting 8%, which sounds high, but it's, you know, historically it's still a a good rate. We've just been spoiled the last couple of years, but, um, we're going to keep going down, but as it goes down, prices will go up more demand, more outbidding, more all that. So that's true. And that's uh property taxes will go up. Well, go ahead and explain to us why it's good to buy now. Yeah. Yeah. Let me share my screen. And, um, you know, when we're doing this video, it's, it's for February 10th. I will note that my company, we rate uh, how many credit pulls we do for people when that's what we do when we pre-approve somebody, when we're ready to move forward. And this January, we had twice as many credit pulls as December, just to show you how much it's picking up. So, okay. and so I, far this month, it's been going crazy too. I just want to note for people who are listening, this will also be a YouTube video and you can watch the slides and the slides will also be attached to the podcast and the YouTube video if you want to take a look at those. So. Go ahead and so share your screen. Show here. So what I did, and I'll, like I like you said, I'll try to explain this verbally as much as I can for people that are listening to this. But um, 
I hit the address. This was a place in Watsonville um, on Amnesty Road that recently sold. When what I did is I took when when mortgage rates were three percent, Zillow said this house was worth one point four million. Zillow's not always one hundred percent accurate, but it's pretty close. So what I did is I took that payment at three percent. Your payment's four thousand twenty one dollars. Based on that interest, you know I can't give you tax advice, but there's some websites you can go to that will kind of guesstimate how much tax benefit you'll have at the end of the year. That tax benefit would be $11,625 or $968 a month. So if we add our insurance, I'm estimating $250. Property tax is one and a quarter percent of your sales price, which should be $1,458. Your total payment that you're writing your check for every month is $6,430. Now, if you look at the tax deduction, your net payment that you realize payment is $5,462. Now, that house recently sold for 950000 The rate now, when I did this, was 7%. You know, you're over twice as much. That payment's 4458 250 for taxes. Your property tax is now $989. So, you know, you got four or $500 of your own money you're getting back because you're paying that much more in interest. So that comes out to um, 20836 per year or 1736 a month. So that net payment is... 3960 So if I do the math real quick here, 5462 minus 3960, it's $1,502 cheaper per month to buy that house now at an interest rate that's twice as much. So yeah, we all hear about higher rates and people are waiting, but that's the normal. You know, people are like animals are going to follow the herd. And then, you know, we say marry the house and date the rate. And, um, you know, if you're a first-time home buyer, they're saying half of all purchases this year or close to are going to be first-time home buyers. If you're paying your landlord, you're paying 100% interest. So I always tell people. So um, right. you're, you're always going to refi and you, you can potentially save money down the road when the time is right. So that wasn't too fast and that makes sense. No, it makes sense. I I also see myself a little bit in there in that when we bought, I don't think we, our very first time, I, I know we didn't buy at any optimum market at all, but we bought when we could. Mm-hmm. We we wanted to be in our own home, and we just bought when we could. And I don't I don't even remember what was going on with the interest rates. They were bad, and we got what yeah. we could afford, and we got in. Yeah, I remember I bought my first place. I bought a condo in two thousand, and my rate was eight percent. So yeah, yeah, and it was back in the dot com craziness when everything was going crazy and overbids and all that. So. Um, okay, so. Those are the rates and why you should jump in now. I'm going to add in where we were just talking earlier before we recorded is that we are predicting people are probably going to do what they're going to do regardless of what's going on because of pent up just, I got to move or I have to sell or I'm going to do something because I got to. You hold mixers with realtors. What what do you hear the realtors saying? What, What do you hear collectively from the real estate community for the traffic or prices or what they think is going to happen. What are they like for right now? I have like six listings and three buyers. I mean, I by no means slow. Buyers are coming around. Um, You know, there, it's just a lack of inventory. You know, we were, we were, I have a event last night that I talked to some realtors and we were talking about that, you know, back in the foreclosure day, these homes were, 
so inexpensive. These people bought these homes and they're never going to sell them because the rents are so high. They're making so much money per month. You've taken those homes out of the inventory. Now well, you have we have people. the fire and the flood that's exactly. really pressing hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll get there next because then, then you have, um, when rates were so low, a lot of people don't want to sell and, and lose that payment unless they have to. Right. And then, so you've got that lack of inventory. You did have a fire and a flood, like you said. Unfortunately, a lot of those homes won't be rebuilt. There's very few places we can build in Santa Cruz County. Can't build west, there's water. Um, and that's really going to hold the value. So a lot of people are seeing the opportunity when the herd is not buying because they think the rates are high. As soon as the rates start to go up, the herd will come back, and then it'll be crazy again. So I think it's very smart to buy now. You know, people are thinking I was had a meeting up in the San Lorenzo Valley with agents up there, and everybody's hoping we get a lot of inventory. There's, there's a lot of people talking to the realtors about listing, you know, the, if the fire didn't scare them, the flood did, and the road closures. But I've seen it. You know, I've lived up there many years, and everybody says what they think they're going to do, and then spring hits, and they say, this is so beautiful, we can't leave. And, you know, I imagine <laughs> some people will still, you know, abandon ship, but I think a lot of people will change their mind. I've already seen it. I had two buyers that were very happy with me saying, please buy now or please really investigate the property you're interested in now while it's raining. I mean, we were in the pouring rain in a property and I was like, I'm so excited you're here because it's probably the worst it's going to be. It was such a torrential rain. Okay. You're going to explain that two one buy down for me. Let's see if six is a charm. Yeah. So let me share my screen again here. Is it being used Um, right now? It's being used a lot. Um, Per, 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 permanent buy, buy downs and temporary buy downs. Um, I do the I do the long term permanent probably more because that helps somebody qualify for more. Because as a lender, we can qualify off that long term bought down interest rate. A temporary, we go off of the standard interest rate. The nice thing about a temporary is any if you refi. You, you get any un, unused money back in the form of a, of a lender credit. So and I'll, let me share my screen and I'll show you that because as a lender, we know um, rates are going to come down. So I have a thing for my clients that if the, we refi it by the end of 2025, we waive our lender fees. So that'll help people, um, you know, stay with me and, and, and refi. And, you know, as soon as rates start coming down, I tell my clients, Everybody's going to, there's so many people in cubicle farms that are buying information. They're going to tell you, it's time to refi. It's time to refi. You don't always want to refi right when rates just start to go down. You know, it costs you money every time you do it. So I like to try to hit the bottom as much as possible for somebody. So let me share my screen. Well, Um, I had one client who kept refinancing. This was over the years. I said, would you stop doing that? You keep resetting the clock. Yeah. Because I'm like 10 years away from paying my house off now, you know, and he's probably 30. <laughs> exactly. Or, or 28. And I, exactly. I, and, you know, and I look at reports too, because you're mostly paying interest at the beginning of a mortgage and then you're paying yourself at the end. So we have to look at, you know, I've told people no several times when they wanted to refi because they're mostly paying principal at that time. And kind of the interest they paid is behind them. So we always look at that and then look at what it's going to cost to refi you, how much you are going to save and what your recapture period I think what will happen, what I can show people too, is you know you get accustomed making a payment. So if, if you buy a house now and you keep making that payment and then you refi, 
I can show my clients that if you keep making that payment and that monthly savings is not going to be in the form of a principal reduction, I can show you how much sooner you'll pay your house off. Just write in the same check that you write for every month. So there's a lot of, you know, get the house options, you know, come up down the road. So, well, I like that. And I, I always tell people to choose lenders who are actually looking at their whole financial picture, you know, looking out for them. Exactly. I think you're going to need to enlarge this a little bit. Yeah. I was seeing how I can, I think down at the bottom. Very good. There There we we go. go. Perfect. Very tech savvy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, most lenders do have a two, one buy down. I have a one, one, a two, one and a three, two, one, three, one. So what this means is, for example, the rate here is 7.125%. So we buy that down 3%. So the first year, you're 3% lower, you're 4.125, your payment's $2,835, if you can see that, my arrow's over here. Mm-hmm. And then the second year, it goes up to 5.125, the third year, 6.125, and then years 4 through 30, go back to the 7.125. What this does is it figures out the difference in interest between all those loans, between all those terms, the years rather. So basically a seller could do a seller credit of $26,985 and you could, this would work. You're basically, you're, you're kicking the ball out there farther, right? So you're, you're taking the the difference in interest and we're putting that aside, right? And then it's almost like a escrow account where each month that little bit of the difference keeps coming out to pay the lender because they're, they're still making the same amount of interest. You're just taking a hunk and putting it aside to, to lower the payment. And so the seller the is years. basically paying that difference between seven and what an eighth and four exactly. and eight. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's the difference in um, interest per month. So you'll see the first year there's 13,273, 9,046. And you add all three of those together and that comes up to 26, which seller can pay, but buyer can too, in the form of, you know, I've done them where we actually increase the price and ask for it back. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there's ways to make it a win-win for everybody. So that's that's a three-two-one. A two-one would just be, you know, you would go from seven and eight, five point one two five, six point one two five, and then the the three through year thirty would be at the normal rate, and that's cheaper. You know, that's thirteen thousand. But what's nice about this is if I if I call you in August and they say, hey, the rate's five and a quarter, let's refi. Any unused money that you have in this $13,712 will get refunded back to you. It's your own money. It, it, they it, put it towards a principal reduction. They're not going to write you a check. But. Oh, they put it towards principal reduction? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did talk to a lender who did not know where it went. I, it. I, will, not, I will not name them. Uh, yeah. They're not local. <laughs> but I was yeah. like, well, what happens to it? And he's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's the one one, just the one. You know, the... the the shorter the term, the the less expensive it is. But it's a great tool for somebody that just gets in and you know, and then the long term is you would pay that money and you buy the rate down, you know, for the life of the loan. It went, for example, on this case, you know, twenty six thousand, it, it might take you from seven point one two five to maybe, you know, six point one two five. It's not gonna go as far down, but it's depends if you're conservative or you know, if you wanna um what the chances of refinancing are. So if you're putting it in to increase the price, isn't 
I mean, you're buying down the loan. What is the difference between how much more you're changing your purchase price versus a better rate in the loan? Do they? That's what we look at. You know, net negative of increasing a purchase price is your property tax is going to be that much higher because it's 1.25%. Mm-hmm. Um, you also could potentially be taking some of that equity that's required to refinance. Typically, you want to refinance when you at least have 20% equity so that there's no mortgage insurance. So you so, eat a little bit into that. Yeah. But yeah. We look at the, you know, that's why we have to look at what's best for the client. And there's sometimes, sometimes that permanent buy down is better just so you have peace of mind just in case something happens or you don't have enough equity or, you know, something you're switch jobs, you're not making as much and you can't qualify. At least you know what your payment is for 30 years. So are you selling any adjustable loans? Not really right now. Um, Believe it or not, the rates aren't much better. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, part of the long-term and short-term interest rates, the short terms are actually a better return than the long-term, which should be the opposite. Normally, when you lock up your money for longer, would have a higher rate of return. They they consider that a, it's called an inverted yield curve. Um, every time that happens, you know, the the U.S. goes into a recession too. So, which is not a bad thing. It, it's a secular thing. So, just keeps everything moves forward. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of curious on the, the adjustable and I would imagine it would be inverted. I mean, only if they understood that people will refine, they know they won't stay in that long term. So exactly. yeah, yeah, they definitely understand It's that. not enough of a, I tell my clients, it's not, it's not enough of a savings because why take that risk? You know, I remember back in when all the foreclosures happened, you had these people with these short-term loans, I'm sure you do as well. And then they, they had to. They balloon. The payments got really ugly. It was just bad timing where you couldn't refi, and then they lost their home. So, I like to uh, go the conservative route. So, fortunately, no, I haven't really had that happen much. Good. I have a few people that uh, had to short sell, but you know, it was just one of them had to move, and they they had to move for a job, and yeah, you know. Uh, um, okay, and. Lastly, what's your forecast for the spring? What do you what do you think is going to happen for mortgage rates and buyers and sellers? And where are we going? Um, I, th- I think rates are going to continue to come down. I think they'll probably start dropping a little quicker here soon. Um, I think it's kind of just going back to a, a normal uh, cycle where Jan- you know December January slow February starts picking up, especially once school gets out. You know, it was a little odd the last couple of years when everybody was going to school from home. You know, you didn't have to wait for school to end to switch schools or whatever, because you could, you know, you're going to school from your bedroom. Um, <laughs> same with the employer. Everybody's working from home. So um, I think it's just going back to a normal market. And I see the traffic that I, you know, have coming across my desk uh, to get pre-approved. And it's definitely picking up, have prior clients that um, I've been working with to get pre-approved that, just got priced out. They just gave up. They're coming back around. They're seeing hope. So, See if they can do something. Um, yeah. And, and then lastly, just an update on your house. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, just put the roof. They're doing the roof right now. So we're, we're coming along. So, but, you know, supply chain, you know, our windows are supposed to be here. I ordered them in November. I think you mentioned it on the last one. They were saying, I think you're right. <laughs> they were supposed to be here like the third week of January and now they're saying the end of March. So yeah, delays, so delays. So. You have walls, a roof, you just need wind. And then after the windows, you get sheetrock? Uh, windows, then electrical inside. 
right. and, and doing all that. It's just, I was actually up there this morning because the HVAC guy was there asking me where I wanted the, the returns in your house. You know, it's, it's things you never think about. If you bought a house, you'd never pay attention. But once you have to decide, you're like, oh my gosh, do I want it there? Do I want it there? Or, well, let me go ask my wife. And so you won't get uh, it right. I'll, exactly. Me, I'm sorry. Let me help later, you. No, exactly. Two weeks later, you'll, <laughs> you know, my dad always says two weeks after you live, you'll, you'll completely forgot you had a decision. So, but you know, unused houses, at least when people want to change them, I go, can you just move in and figure out how it works and exactly. the flow before you start changing things? Because you will realize you, the mistakes will come much faster if you just aesthetically change it versus actual use. Yeah. And I had returns put in my little tiny house and two of them just drive me crazy for location. That's where they insisted uh, they be. And I'm just like, ah, I hate those returns there, but yeah. Well, we, you know, it's funny, funny you said that we actually had some doors we were going to move and <clears throat> going in a closet and stuff like that. And then the, you know, the contractor just hasn't gotten to it. And then I, you know, was walking through it, my wife and I, and we're like, actually, you know what? It's better if we just leave it there. Thank God they didn't change it. So good point. Yeah. Move into the house, wait, wait a little bit longer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you, you understand the flow of the, of where you walk and where you set stuff and where the furniture is going to go. And exactly. there's a lot to it. Well, I thank you so much for your time. This is yeah, always for fun, me. fun to get an update. I think I got the buy down now. I think I got it. Yeah. I'm a visual person, so I like to see it like that. So if anybody ever has any questions or want to run anything by me, um, it's just the Brian Dean team.com. Or office is 831-600-4706 or cell for call, text, 24-7. I'm always working, 408-489-0952. You're always working. I know you are always yeah. working. It was well. <laughs> it's, our, it's our business, right? <laughs> it, it is the nature of the beast. I know. Are you going to yeah. be watching the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. So. This year I got, I, I probably shouldn't put this in the podcast, but this year I got lucky. My husband has plans because I love to watch it by myself. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. nobody talks to me. Don't yeah. talk to me. I just want to watch the game. And yeah. I like to just watch all the plays. And it's yeah. the one game of the year that I actually really enjoy. It's usually a pretty good game. So Same here. I, I, normally, I normally can't sit down that long. I, I can't sit still. I, you know, I see a squirrel or whatever. <laughs> you see, right? so, but I'll watch yeah. that. And I always record it because I it, the commercials are great. I like to record it and then. Go back and, you know, watch Well, that's the other thing. To, so. I think, you know, like when you're at a party, people feel like it's safe to talk at the commercials, right? And it's like, that's part of the whole experience for me. I'm, you know, I don't sit and just glue on everything, but I do like to watch, you know, I like to come yeah. and go and watch all that stuff. So, and the halftime show too is always good to be able to watch it and stuff. And like you said, if you're seeing it in a restaurant or a bar, everybody's talking, you can't, you know, people aren't, there's a lot of distractions. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Hey, it's the realtor lady, Michelle Replogle. Is there a subject you would like me to explore in real estate or maybe about Santa Cruz? Feel free to contact me. I'd love to hear from you. Or if you'd like me to help you buy or sell real estate, that's also something that I do. You can contact me on Instagram, live the Santa Cruz life or on my website, michellesellsforyou.com. That's with one L. My Facebook page, Live the Santa Cruz Life as well. Or check out my YouTube channel, Live the Santa Cruz Life with Michelle Replogel. And my email, michelle at michellesellsforyou.com. I would love to hear from you.